Good morning, everybody. We have a mostly higher grain trade here on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. May corn futures up three and three quarters at 5.49 and a quarter. May soybeans up 15 and a half cents at 14.45 and a half. May Chicago wheat is up four and a quarter at 6.57 and a quarter. May Kansas City wheat up three cents at 6.29 and a quarter. A couple of housekeeping notes this morning. Um, later today, or actually tonight, 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time, I will be running a live stream. This will be part of the ongoing Grain Marketing 101 series. The topic will be reowning grain sales. Uh, this is um, a topic that a lot of different people have a lot of different opinions on. Um, I will give you my two cents. Um, we'll dive into the pros, the cons, some of the strategies that uh, are involved, and um, uh, should be good. The, the last couple times I've done these live streams, you know, it streams live on YouTube and on Facebook. And then the recordings, of course, are available afterwards. But if you watch live, you can interact in real time. You can ask questions. Um, I think I've, I've answered every question that's been answered uh uh, so or that's been asked uh, so far on these live streams. It's been a really uh, kind of fun deal. So at seven o'clock uh, tonight, make sure you tune into that. I'll have the link on Twitter. And if you need the link, um, I'll send it to you. Just uh, shoot me an email to info at standardgrain.com. And then um, uh, as always, guys, if you need some more help from me, uh, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to the website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For $49 a month, I will send you my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. I'll send you my text message service. I'll let you know exactly what I'm doing every day of the week. Um, I get into a lot more detail than I do um, on these podcasts and, and videos. Uh, I talk a lot about grain marketing, uh, everything from capture and carry to option strategies, all that sort of stuff. To get into the uh, headlines here this morning, the uh, COVID relief bill, the newest one, passed through the Senate on Saturday, and it will be headed to the House where it will likely be approved tomorrow. The bill uh, should be signed off by President Biden on March 14th is kind of the, what they're looking at right now. The bill includes direct payments of $1,400 for most Americans, a boost to jobless benefits into September, and an extension of the uh, child tax credit for one year. The package also includes $14 billion in support for U.S. airlines, among a whole bunch of other items. So there's a lot included in this, and I know that a lot of people have different takes on what's included and why it's good or bad or whatever, but that's the deal, and it probably did have a little bit of impact on maybe some of these markets. USDA will release its monthly crop production and WASD report tomorrow morning. Uh, the, you know, the March 31st report, the prospective plantings report is, of course, the bigger report in March. But still, there's always the potential for a surprise when USDA decides that it's going to uh, release a new set of balance sheets every month. Traders generally expect friendly numbers here. I'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow morning. But uh, it's, it's, it's an expectation for friendly numbers almost across the board. Weather issues persist in South America. Rains have slowed soybean harvest in Brazil. Rainfall in Brazil will be a little bit below normal during the next two weeks, aside from a few areas. So they're, they're running a good two weeks behind normal. I think the number I saw was was 37% complete versus 52 last year. And, and the gains that you're seeing in harvest activity week over week are fairly normal. So 
or just behind. It's behind by a couple of weeks, and that's going to be the case still. Uh, just about every analyst out there is projecting a record bean crop out of Brazil. Argentina is dry. It will remain on the dry side for the next week or so. More normal rainfall is expected in the period from, say, March 14th to 20th. Uh, that could be a big deal if realized. Um, crops in Argentina expected to be uh, quite a bit lighter than the records that were achieved in 2019. The U.S. dollar index traded its highest level since November of last year overnight. A rise in Treasury yields has, I think, maybe spooked some people out of the stock market and maybe back into some safe haven stuff like the dollar. Um, you've got the the yield on the U.S. 10-year Treasury was up to 1.55% on Friday. That's the highest since February of last year. So you're almost back to like, you know, pre-COVID levels in the uh, treasury yields. Strong U.S. dollar, of course, typically a negative for any commodity priced in U.S. dollars, although you would certainly not know that by looking at the row crop markets. Crude oil traded its highest level since October 2018 overnight. Uh, the spot month April WTI contract peaked at 67.98 per barrel prior to a little bit of a setback. Uh, the big surprise last week was that uh, the Saudis and other uh, OPEC members decided to stick with production cuts despite rising crude prices. They made some comments regarding uh, COVID and, and some uh, lockdowns that are taking place in, in some parts of the world. So they're not ready to uh, expand production yet. And that really took the trade by surprise, I think. Fund traders remain heavily along the grain markets. Um, in corn, we've got what I would consider to be an extreme net long position. 331,000 contracts was the estimate at Friday's close. I mean, that's a level that's far above anything you saw in 2012. You got to go back to 2010, 2011. Soybeans funds estimated to be net long 156,000 contracts uh, at Friday's close. That's a hefty net long, but we've been there um, several times over the years. Uh, in wheat, they've got a, a modest long. I'm going to put a chart on my screen here. This is the... Um, this is the combined net long across corn, soybeans, and wheat. So you can kind of, this is the futures only version. You can kind of see where the funds stand here. I mean, they are they are very heavily long the grain complex as a whole. I mean, this is an aggressive long position. They were at this point once in what 2014 uh, for a period of time, of course, in 2012, and then 2010, 2011. So this is really you know what the third or fourth instance basically where funds have been this heavily long the grain markets. And you know whenever they have that kind of length, I would always make the argument that, you know, you've got liquidation risk should something change. Um, I mentioned in one of the, the most recent uh, uh, live streams, as a matter of fact, somebody asked me, what do you think one of the big downside risks is in the grain markets? And, and my answer was that um, if you were to see some big time liquidation in, say, the stock market, like, like a real big time, like something like we saw, you know, back uh, February, March of last year, um, that could result in, in some liquidation here. I mean, they've got so much length. If, if the narrative or the story were to change, and I know the markets are invincible and everything looks bullish right now, but if it were to change and, and things do change fast, I mean, look what happened the last 12 months. Uh, there's there's liquidation risk there, and that's been the case for months now. This is, this is not any fresh news uh, by any means. The uh, cattle market ended with some marginal gains on Friday. Cash cattle trade really still kind of stuck in the mud here at 114. I think we saw some stuff as high as 115 on um, Friday. The boxed beef market uh, was mixed to lower. 
Outside markets here this morning, we have the uh, stock markets off. The Dow's only down 30 points. The S&P is down 25. They were higher to start last night, I believe. Uh, precious metals are lower. We've got the crude oil, again, higher. It's only up 26 cents right now, 66.35 in the April WTI. But again, it did post fresh, uh, what, two or three-year highs overnight. Um, the bonds are a little bit lower this morning. Remember, guys, live stream tonight at 7 o'clock Central Time. Uh, we'll talk to you then.